Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. Hitler told the big lie. He wrote in Mein Kampf, In the big lie, there is always a certain force of credibility because the broad masses of a nation are always more easily corrupted in the deeper strata of their emotional nature than consciously or voluntarily. And thus, in the primitive simplicity of their minds, they more readily fall victims to the big lie than the small lie, since they themselves often tell small lies in little matters, but would be ashamed to resort to large-scale falsehoods. In other words, most people tell little white lies. They deceive through telling the partial truth or omitting important details of the truth. For this reason, people are alert to the possibility of others telling white lies to them. They have learned to perceive when others are fudging the truth because they are experienced at committing the same sin. However, Hitler understood that most people are ashamed to resort to large-scale falsehoods. Therefore, they are not skilled at discerning the big lie. They are not diligent about the possibility of others deceiving them with the big lie. No one would dare make absurd, outlandish statements such statements must actually be true. There must be some sort of valid reason why others are making these claims. Hitler's big lie led to the extermination of six million Jews. He blamed the Jews for Germany losing World War I. Think about that. Does that even make sense? Did the Jews fight against the Germans on the battlefield in World War I? No. How did the Jews force the Germans to lose that war? It is a ridiculous lie, a big lie. But people just couldn't believe that Hitler would tell such a big lie. Surely, there had to be some truth to the accusation, or so they believed. Now, this idea of the big lie is more relevant than ever today. Now, obviously, there are way too many <laughs> invocations of Hitler in society today. Almost everything is compared to Hitler at some point. The vast majority of the time, there's no reason to bring up Hitler at all. 
But the fact is, there are cycles of history. If we do not learn from what happened in the past, it will happen all over again. Humans of yesterday are not so different from humans of today. We still have the dark, deadly, deceitful human nature described in Jeremiah 17, verse 9. We still have a black heart capable of unfathomable wicked. That has not changed since the time of Hitler less than 100 years ago. So we do need to be very alert to the big lie, to the possibility of leaders telling us the big lie, whatever that lie might be. We are really in danger of falling prey to the big lie. Hitler spoke about interpretation in terms of the will and not of intelligence. In other words, if you will something to be true, if you want it to be true, then it's true. Don't worry about logic and common sense and facts and truth. Whatever you will to be true is true. Hitler also said, there is no such thing as truth, either in the moral or the scientific sense. Now, there is a being out there, an evil spirit being, who would tell you the exact same thing. There is no absolute truth. You can believe whatever you want, and it is true. John 8 verse 44 records the rebuke by Jesus Christ. And he says here, you are of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father, you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. That's John 8 verse 44, Satan, the devil is the inventor of lies. Satan the devil is the master of telling a big lie and deceiving millions of people into believing it. Revelation 12 verse 9 shows us that Satan has deceived the whole world. That's billions of people deceived. The paradox about being deceived is you don't know you're deceived. Maybe you listening to this think you're not deceived. And yet it is almost guaranteed that at least in one area of your life, you have been deceived. Every day we are bombarded by Satan's false message in every aspect of our lives. Is it possible that we might have accepted a big lie as truth, or even little white lies as truth. Are we blind in certain areas? The only way to escape that blindness is by God's power, 
That's the only way we can be freed from the darkness and deception of the devil. Notice Matthew 13 here. Matthew 13. This is Jesus Christ explaining why he spoke in parables. Matthew 13, verse 13. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. So Christ actually spoke in parables to make sure that most people would not understand. Isn't that astounding truth? First, you have the fact that Satan, the devil has deceived the whole world. And then you compound that with the fact that Jesus Christ didn't even intend for most people to understand what he taught. It's not the right time for everyone to understand the truth yet and to come out of deception. So people, most people can hear God's truth. They can see God's truth and yet still not understand it. The reason for this is because God's truth is very dangerous knowledge. Once we do understand it, this is our one opportunity to take action, really. If we really understand the truth, God expects us to apply it in our lives and change. In a way, it's really a blessing <laughs> to not understand the truth if we have no intention of applying it anyway. We're actually being kept safe from eternal death by not understanding the truth yet, if that's the case. Continuing here in Matthew 13, verse 14, And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, By hearing you shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing you shall see and shall not perceive. Verse 15, For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. Notice verses 16 and 17. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. This is precious truth from God, and it's only meant for the loyal few to understand today. God's one true church, the Philadelphia Church of God, is very, very small. Just a handful of thousands of people out of billions on earth. And these are the only people who are blessed to see and hear and actually understand the truth. But even still, even those who do understand the truth have to be on guard against lies. Hitler was very 
in tune with the occult, with dark magic, with satanic and demonic power. He believed that you can create reality where no reality is. Just perform a mental magic trick and whatever you think is true. This is page 45 of America Under Attack, written by PCG Pastor General Gerald Flurry. Mr. Flurry writes, Hitler believed he did not need to rely on reason, intelligence, reality, truth, or God. Instead, he worshipped his own human will and believed he could create his own reality. Consciously or subconsciously, this is continuing on page 46, a great many people today believe the same thing. They just lie until they convince not only those around them, but even themselves that they are right. We are seeing bold, blatant lies become a bigger and bigger part of today's political landscape. It is stunning how utterly unapologetic our leaders have become in saying things that are clearly provably false. And in the rare cases when they are caught and called out, they say they never said those things, or they insist that what is false is actually true. They are shameless. Isn't this exactly what Hitler was describing? These people believe that if they say something, it is true. They think that if they will it, then everyone should believe them. You see, <laughs> there are definite cycles of history. Hitler is not the only national leader who lied. People will continue to lie if it serves their purposes, if it benefits them in some way. And we have leaders today doing the exact same thing. Leaders who will tell you there is no absolute truth. Truth evolves over time based on changing moral standards. Doesn't that sound very, very familiar to what the radical left believes? And it's not really just the radical left in America. Compare what the average person thinks today versus maybe what they thought back in the 1990s. So many people today have radically different views than what they had 30 years ago, or even 10 years ago, or five years ago. Their ideas, their belief in truth have shifted. Why is that? Has the truth itself actually changed? Or are they exalting their own opinions to become truth. There are so many social issues out there. People who never would have agreed with abortion or homosexuality or transgenderism now think they are more enlightened today because they're at least making some rare exceptions where those things might be okay. Or maybe they've accepted those things completely over time. But just because their opinions have changed doesn't mean the truth has changed. 
there's a phenomenon called mass formation psychosis. And Dr. Robert Malone talked about this last year. Mass formation psychosis. And Dr. Malone was talking about this in relation to the overreaction and the panic surrounding COVID-19. Do you remember how just a few years ago, our leaders told us to stay home for just two weeks? And it ended up being years instead of just two weeks. Do you remember how they shut down? They closed thousands, if not millions of businesses, hundreds of thousands of which never recovered and ended up closing permanently. Do you remember how they hijacked our children's education? There are really a lot of devastating effects in children now. Their communication and reading and comprehension skills have been stunted. They're behind where they should be for their age because of the restrictions on attending school. They had to wear masks for years. And little children are just learning how to talk. It's a little difficult to talk or to learn how to talk when everyone's wearing a mask and, and what everyone says is muffled or they're forced to try to learn on a computer and their internet connection is laggy and they miss what the teacher says. All these problems stemmed from something called mass formation psychosis Dr. Robert Malone said last year, when you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it, and then their attention gets focused by a leader or series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis, they literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. You see, our society is really de dangerous now where people are not connected to each other anymore. People are becoming more and more isolated even as technology proliferates that makes it easier than ever to connect with people. Instead, we're retreating and becoming antisocial and mentally ill really largely thanks to Addiction to devices and technology. And once people feel isolated, they feel afraid. That's what's happening today. And we're constantly told, if you're not an expert in a subject, you can't ever know the truth about it. You just have to trust the experts. You're just inferior intellectually and logically to the experts. And so you can't use logic and reason and common sense to discern the truth. If you're told to wear a mask and inject a vaccine that hasn't been proven, if you're told to stay home, if you're told you're not essential and therefore you're not allowed to earn a living to support your family, well, you just have to do that because you're not an expert and you don't know as much as the experts. 
just think about how many millions of people brainlessly went along with that way of thinking. That is mass formation psychosis, as Dr. Robert Malone talked about. He continues, it doesn't matter whether they were lied to or whatever. The data is irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. This is central to mass formation psychosis. And this is what has happened. Mr. Flurry comments on this on page 48 of America Under Attack. There is a definite reason why masses of people have done and are doing insane things. It stems from people trusting their own will, relying on and exalting their emotions, urges, and even reasonings rather than submitting to God's will. Isn't that a terrifying trend in society where our relationships are permanently broken due to disagreements over some political issue? Where if we do not go along mindlessly with the crowd, our friends and relatives will cut us off because they are gripped by fear. Mr. Flurry writes, will worship is impervious to truth. Will worship. What is that all about? Don't we need to understand a term as impactful as will worship? Colossians 2 verse 18 says, Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of demons, it should read, intruding into those things which he has seen, it should read, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. So the Apostle Paul here is warning about demon worship, worshiping really our five senses, trusting in ourselves only to determine the truth, having intellectual vanity because we think we know better than our creator. And then notice verse 23, Colossians 2 verse 23, which things have indeed a show of wisdom and will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. So the point there, a show of wisdom in will worship. There is a lot of fake wisdom out there today. <laughs> and really, it's just about will worship. Worshiping what we want to think. Page 48, Mr. Flurry writes here in America Under Attack, which you can get a free copy of at thetrumpet.com. Following a human will really means following Satan's will. When human beings reject God's truth, they start worshiping their own opinions. They start thinking like Satan. When this type of thinking becomes entrenched enough, people stop even caring about the difference between true and false. They start trying to magically create reality where no reality is. Satan's broadcasts make us impervious to reason if we allow it. That's something we need to be highly on guard against. Will worship, following our own human emotions and impulses instead of following God. 
Now, I've thought a lot about why people might be so vulnerable to basically believing and doing insane things like Mr. Flurry wrote about here. And I've had a couple experiences in life that could maybe help me understand this a little bit better. <laughs> Back when I was in middle school, I simply was not good enough at basketball to make the A team. The B team only played games on Saturdays. And because I keep the Sabbath, I didn't play in those games. But there was a time when the A team needed a couple extra guys to suit up for their team. So I got a chance to travel with the team and sit on the bench for the whole game and be a part of the team, even though I wasn't playing. And it was amazing the way that everyone looked at me differently. It was like I had a whole bunch more friends at the school just because I was traveling with the A-team. It was kind of an intoxicating feeling just to be part of the crowd, to fit in a little bit more and to be more widely accepted. Isn't that what we're talking about here? People just believing whatever they feel like believing so they can be in the majority. They can have the popular opinion. doesn't matter if it's true. It just matters how it makes you feel. It's the same thing at a sporting event. You want to be part of the crowd, the majority, cheering for the home team. You want to be part of the thousands of roaring voices, all supporting one common goal. Now, in life, if that goal is wrong, we shouldn't go along with the crowd. We shouldn't just want to be part of the majority, regardless of what is true. Mr. Fleury writes here on page 49 of America Under Attack. Jesus Christ frequently cast out demons. Where did those demons go? The answer to that is in Revelation 12. They are cast down to earth and confined here and destroying human minds. It says here, if you are not rooted in God's word, you are, as Hitler said, easily corrupted in the deeper strata of your emotional nature. The solution is to be rooted in the truth. We have to be rooted in God's word so we can reject every big lie. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.